You're listening to the Scale It to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and my mission is to help female entrepreneurs turn their passion into profit. I'm here to teach you all things personal branding and influence online, profitable marketing strategies, and scalable product suites. You're in the right place if you're looking for practical tips and are ready for mindset breakthroughs. Let's scale it to freedom together. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Scale It to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and today we will be diving into the fascinating concept of the 80 to 20 rule, also known as the Pareto Principle. We're going to explore how this powerful principle can transform your approach to running your online business, no matter if you are a coach, an online course creator, content creator, or a small business owner. So, what exactly is the 80 to 20 rule? Well, first, it suggests that approximately 80% of your outcomes or results come from just 20% of your input or causes. This can be applied to almost anything. So, a little bit of backstory. Vilfredo Pareto, an Italian economist, noticed this phenomenon when he discovered that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by only 20% of the population. This observation of his led to the development of the Pareto Principle, which has since found applications in so many fields like business, economics, time management and productivity. And as you know, these are all things we are interested in on this podcast, so this topic was a must-have on here. Now, let's go over how we can apply the 80-20 to rule to supercharge our businesses. We'll break it down into a few steps, and we're gonna do that to make it easier to understand and easier to implement. So, let's go! Step one is to identify the vital few. The vital few are the 20% of activities, strategies or clients that contribute the most to your business's success. Or simply put, focus on where the revenue is coming from. These are the magical ingredients that generate the majority of your desired outcomes. Take some time to reflect and analyze your business data to identify these key factors because this is the starting point. This is the first step that we're going to take. And the first thing we're going to do is start by examining our clients. Who are the 20% that bring in 80% of your revenue? So who are the 20% of your clients, your top 20% clients, they are the ones that bring in 80% of your revenue. Look for patterns among your most profitable clients, your high paying clients, the high ticket offers that they purchase. Are there specific industries, demographics or characteristics that they share? What are the similarities among them? By understanding your most valuable clients, 
You can then tailor your marketing efforts to attract more like-minded individuals. Next up, analyze your marketing channels. Which platforms or maybe strategies are driving the most leads and conversions? Is it social media? Is it content marketing? Is it email campaigns or maybe referrals, affiliates? By identifying the channels that bring in the most results, you can optimize your marketing budget, your focus and your efforts where they have the most impact. So where the return on investment is the best, the biggest. If social media posts like, for example, your Reels on Instagram or your TikTok videos convert the most clients and send them down the marketing funnel you have set up, then double down on creating these. Focus on putting out quality content. If there is a certain type of email campaign that gets the highest open rate or click-through rate and also conversions, then definitely pay attention to this. What is the subject? What is the headline? What is the main value provided in this email campaign? This is what your people are interested in. And you can see that by taking a look at your email marketing analytics. So that's basically backed by research. You're not just guessing. Apart from this, Evaluate your product or services. Evaluate your offers. Evaluate your offer suite. Which offers generate the highest profits or have the most demand at the moment? Are there any specific features, any specific packages you're offering, or maybe a certain transformation that resonates the most with your clients? When you hone in on your most successful offerings, you can refine and optimize them further and you can cater to your customers' needs and desires better and better, which will drive more and more results. After you've done this, step two, streamline your efforts. So once you have identified the vital few, it's time to streamline your efforts. This means allocating more of your time, energy, and overall resources to the 20% that drives the majority of your results. When you do so, you amplify your impact and make the most of your limited resources. This is especially important if you're currently working a nine to five or you're a busy mom or you are trying to wear multiple hats all at once. So let's start with your clients. Since the 20% of high value clients contribute significantly to your revenue, it makes sense to prioritize their satisfaction and also their loyalty. Focus on nurturing these relationships, provide exceptional customer service, be there for them, customize your offerings to meet their specific needs. By deepening these connections, you can turn these clients into brand advocates who bring in even more business through referrals. When it comes to marketing, concentrate on the channels that yield the best returns. For example, if social media is bringing in the most leads and engagement, your reels, your videos, invest more time and resources into creating compelling content, 
engaging with your audience and leveraging the platform's features. By doubling down on what works, you'll maximize your marketing efforts and generate a higher return on investment. ROI is something that we're going to be talking about a lot here because it is a driving factor in all of our business activities. Regarding your product or service offerings, refine and enhance the most successful ones. Seek feedback from your high-value clients to understand their preferences and pain points better. By continuously refining your products or services, you'll stay ahead of the competition and maintain high customer satisfaction. This is so important, especially if you're looking to scale your business over time. And here, that's what we want to do. Next, step three, delegate or eliminate the trivial many. Now that you have streamlined your efforts toward the vital few, It's time to address the remaining 80% of activities that contribute less to your overall success. These are often referred to the trivial many because these tasks can consume valuable time and resources without providing significant returns. The key here is to either delegate or eliminate them altogether. Start by identifying tasks that are not in your area of expertise, not in your zone of genius, or those that can be simply handled more efficiently by others. For example, administrative work, bookkeeping, or maybe graphic design might not be your zone of genius. So instead of struggling with these tasks and letting them take up so much of your time, Consider outsourcing them to freelancers or virtual assistants who specialize in those areas. By delegating non-essential tasks, you can free up your time to focus on higher value activities that truly require your expertise. So basically, if the tasks or activity does not require your one-on-one time, then it can be delegated or eliminated or maybe automated in order to free up some of your precious time. So another approach as mentioned is to eliminate tasks that don't contribute significantly to your business goals. Take a look at your daily operations and identify activities that don't align with your core objectives. These may be tasks that you have been doing for a long time and at some point in time in the past, it made sense to do them, but maybe you simply don't need them anymore. So are there recurring meetings that could be shortened or eliminated? Can you automate certain processes to reduce manual labor? By consciously trimming away non-essential tasks, you can and you will create more space to focus on what truly matters, which is the 20%. And finally, step four, continuous assessment and adaptation. The 80 to 20 rule is definitely not a set it and forget it principle. It requires continuous assessment and adaptation in order to stay effective and serve you. 
Your business will evolve and new opportunities and challenges will definitely come up at some point. So it is crucial to regularly evaluate your priorities and adjust your focus accordingly. That's why it's important to always be checking and updating and reflecting on your marketing strategy, on your marketing tactics, analyze the results and fine-tune your activities and your business decisions based on the data that you see. You have to be checking it. If not monthly, then quarterly. I think quarterly is the best in order to make decisions based on data. Also, make sure to stay in touch with the changes in your industry, the market trends, and of course your customer preferences because these will change inevitably as well. Keep an eye on your competition and be open to learning from their successes and their failures. By staying proactive and responsive and up-to-date, you can quickly adapt your strategies and tactics to maintain your competitive advantage. So as I already said, consider setting up regular checkpoints to review your business performance. Schedule monthly or quarterly reviews to assess the progress of your vital few 20% activities. This is important even if you're working on your own, even if you are a solopreneur, you don't have a team yet. Schedule these checkpoints. They're going to help you. Are your vital few activities still generating the expected results? Are there any patterns or opportunities that you should capitalize on? Use these evaluations as opportunities to fine-tune your approach and identify new areas of growth too. So get our feedback from your clients and if you have team members, get our feedback and information from them as well. Their insights can provide valuable perspectives. Embrace the approach of continuous improvement where everyone is encouraged to share their ideas and suggestions for the greater good of your business. Now let's talk about resources that can help you deepen your understanding of the 80 to 20 rule. There is a book called The 80 to 20 Principle, The Secret to Achieving More with Less, and it's written by Richard Koch. In this book, the author explores the concept in depth and provides practical insights on how you can apply the 80 to 20 principle to many aspects of life and, of course, business. I think it will be a very valuable resource that can help you expand your knowledge and, of course, inspire you to think a little bit differently. The 80 to 20 rule is a powerful tool, but it's not a set formula. While the typical ratio is 80 to 20, the exact proportions may vary in different contexts. The key is to focus on the vital few that drive the majority of the results and analyze and optimize the other 80%. Embrace experimentation and adjust your strategies as needed so you can make sure you're always optimizing your efforts. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. 
I'm so honored to have you join me on the podcast. I hope this episode was valuable to you. And if so, please share a screenshot of it on your Instagram story and tag me at Nivel Academy. I'm eternally grateful for your support. Until next week, same place, same time. Bye for now.